Hello, welcome to Sports Psychology. Today we're going to go through kind of the introduction and a few things that matter uh, about the course itself. Okay, so um, first, sports psychology deals with the mental side of sport. And the reason this matters is because a lot of times uh, it comes down to whoever has the superior mental game. Think of the Olympics, for example, uh, it's athletes going head-to-head -head who have very similar skills. It often comes down to fractions of a second who gets the gold and who doesn't place at all. And so, uh, so the psychology really matters, and we're going to examine that in this course. Uh, today, we're going to uh, focus on understanding how sports psychology can be important for you and how uh, you can use it. So first, uh, this course has four things that it's really good for. Four things that'll kind of help you. First, it's to help you live up to your potential. And that applies not only to sports, but also to life in general. The things you'll learn here apply uh, across the board to anything you want to accomplish. Um, second, you're going to look through, you're going to see a lot of your strengths and weaknesses, which can get a little uncomfortable. Um, and it's interesting that a lot of people uh, have trouble with identifying their strengths. Uh, you'd think it would be weaknesses, but that, that's pretty rare. Uh, third, we want, I, I want you to learn in the course how to uh, add mental preparation and, and mental skills uh, to your sports, to your performance. And finally, one of our big goals is to improve how well you respond when you're under pressure. So in, in order to succeed, you have to have a correct view of yourself. You have to be willing to uh, see who you really are, but then be willing to um, develop what they call a sense of self-belief. And what that means is what it sounds like, really, just believing in yourself, believing that you have the capacity to accomplish something. Um, second, you need to understand that you can manage your genetic predispositions. Uh, a good example is maybe you get anxious before a performance and that screws you up, but you can manage that. There are skills you can use to handle that. Um, third, you have to accept that what you think and how you feel affects your body. And we're going to prove that to you this week. And last, fourth, uh, you have to be willing to learn from feedback. Now, the, the last thing you need to know is that in here, we're going to talk pretty bluntly about how what we're good at and what we're bad at. And a lot of times we like to kind of rib each other, rip on each other. Uh, that seems to be society's default, and that can't be the default in here. You, you, you can't mock someone else when they say, yeah, sometimes I do this thing. We've got to support each other. Like, so if I haven't persuaded you and if I don't persuade you, then assuming you don't want to you, you have to support each other. Now, sports psychology is a science, and that matters a great deal. Um, it matters because a lot of times we call it pop psychology, where someone knows a little bit of psychology, 
just enough to be dangerous. And they use that to make suggestions to other people, suggestions that can cause lasting physical or emotional harm. And so we focus on the science, things that come through. And you've learned in your science class over and over how to know whether something is based on science or something else, but usually we don't apply that outside of science class. And we've got to start to learn how to do that. So how can we know whether a person's suggestions are based on science or on something else? Well, science is based on experiments, repeatable experiments. And we don't accept it as scientific fact unless the in the repetitions we get the same results or very similar results over time and across locations. So if we do it in the morning and we don't find the same thing in the afternoon, then something else explains it. If we do it in Florida, we don't get the same results in Idaho, then something else explains it. Okay. Now, in this class, you will not learn to kill your emotions. It's not healthy, and it's not really possible. Uh, instead, you have what's called dispositions or tendencies towards certain things. And this class's goal, one of the big goals, is to teach you how to manage your dispositions. So if you get super angry at things, it's to teach you how not to get super angry at things, how to manage or channel that anger. Now, because it's psychology, we're going to deal a lot with the mind. When a psychologist says your mind, what they mean is the part of you that thinks and feels uh, that, that sense of, of where you are and who you are and what you do. They don't really mean your brain. They mean the part of you that makes you you, your personality and all that kind of stuff. Now, there's two theories of how your mind and body interact. The first is called dualism, and it's the one that's most popular in the Western world, being Europe and the Americas. So this dualism says that your mind and body are separate, but they impact each other. So who you are, your personality and stuff, it may be based on your body, it may have a lot to do with your body, but it is not the same as your body. The other um, kind of theory or approach is called monism, which is where the mind and the body are one and the same. There's no difference. And this is more kind of an Eastern way of thinking. As a matter of fact, um, this is one of the basic fundamentals of Hinduism, but, but also other Eastern philosophies and things. So in monism, reality is determined by how we view things, how we look at things, how we interact with things, and it's not really so much real. Now, if you were absent, you'll want to click through the skill profiling check. Next, um, you'll want to make appropriate notes on the skill profiling paper and uh, apply that concept to your own sport. And be sure you fill out that reflection over at the right side of the paper. A lot of students try to give me one or two words and then are surprised when they get a C on that assignment. I, I expect a real reflection. I know I didn't give you a lot of space and I'm sorry. You use a different page or something if you really want to pontificate a lot. So number one is confidence. Confidence is just feeling how um, you can accomplish something, that believing you can accomplish something, and that you have the resources necessary to do it. Focus 
is I think pretty obvious. Most people know focus. It's the ability to look at what matters most in the moment and ignore the extraneous information. Visualization. Again, I found most of you already know what this is. The ability to visualize yourself being successful. Resilience is the ability to bounce back from problems or struggles. The ability to stand up and, and, uh, and get going again. Goal setting is pretty obvious. Um, balancing challenge with the right amount of skill may be obvious, but just, just in case it's not, let me explain just a touch. Um, you need to find something that's challenging, but still uh, possible. Uh, some people try to build themselves up and take on challenges that they aren't capable of succeeding in, or uh, that they don't have the skill yet to accomplish. Or they do the opposite. They, they pick really easy things that aren't challenging at all, and that makes it so they don't grow. Um, the ability to handle stress is next. Again, I think you know what that is. Uh, next comes coping with anxiety. When you feel worried and troubled, how, how do you handle that? Um, nine is the ability to stay injury-free, believe it or not, or to recover from injury. Believe it or not, that has a lot to do with your mental state. And we'll talk about that. Um, number 10 is be in the moment. This is like focus, but instead of just focusing on the thing and ignoring the fans, it's focusing on the thing and ignoring what you're going to do after the game, what you're going to do after the competition or the event. Um... 11 is risk-taking. You've got to be willing and able to take some sensible risks. And finally, discipline. Uh, how are you able to get yourself to do something that you might not want to do? To run a little farther even though you want to stop. To not drink that carbonated thing because you know how carbonation affects your wind. So uh, that's it. I'll see you tomorrow.